Hi. Welcome to episode who the fuck knows of whatever. Hi. I said that already. Okay. I'm sorry. I looked at the Jennifer Lawrence naked photos. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have looked. I should have known better. I have a clitoris. I shouldn't have looked at the photos and I feel really bad about it. Okay, so I posted on Facebook that I looked and I knew I shouldn't have looked, but I looked and I probably will look again. And then I got called out for being not very nice by someone I like very much. My friend Jolene, who used to submit to the show, but doesn't really anymore. And that's okay. And that's okay. It's not a competition. Um, and I like Jolene... I really do, and I respect her, and I think she's very smart and very kind, and when she stands up for something, there must be a reason. So she said that um, I probably wouldn't really like that if it happened to me, if somebody took my pictures, and then I thought about myself naked, and I cringed a little bit, and I think to myself, well, Jennifer Lawrence is fucking hot. Like, who cares? She's, she's gorgeous, but that's not the point, right? And I'm really good at missing the point. The point is that... Those pictures weren't for me, and they weren't for you. They were for her and whatever freakishly handsome guy she's boning at the time. Which is the point. That's the point, I think. Anyway, so Jolene said you wouldn't like that, and I thought about it, and I got defensive, and I'm like, well, I didn't steal the fucking pictures. I just looked at them, and they're out there. So once they're out there, they're out there. So why not look? And I missed the point. The point is that I shouldn't look and I should be a good person and be respectful of other people's privacy. But I was looking at the situation as some, it's something to be consumed. I had to look. But I don't have to look and I shouldn't look and I won't look again. Because the point is that they weren't there for anyone to see. They were there for her to, I don't know, dole out as she pleases. So I'm sorry. I feel terrible. It's hard learning a lesson. My first go-to thing is to get defensive and angry. And I thought to myself, okay... Jolene wouldn't just write anything just to be a bitch. There's a reason. I'm missing something. So then she posted a link on her page, and I went and read it, and it told me all the reasons that I was a son of a bitch cunt, and I shouldn't have looked. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, if you throw around terms like um, sexual assault, I was like, uh, all right, okay. And even though she's hot, you shouldn't look because it's private. And I was like, oh, well, there's my other point of reasoning. Hmm. All right, I guess I'm just an asshole. And then I thought, well, holy fuck, what if there's some asshole out there hacking pictures of little kids in a tub and handing them out to perverts? Where's the line? Like, it's okay because Jennifer Lawrence is hot and famous, so she doesn't deserve any privacy. Well, then it's perfectly fine for my little kid because he's adorable and handsome. Let's take his tub photos and give them to a fucking weirdo whack job pervert. Where's the line? Where's the line, people? I think everything could have been solved in this situation by a fucking Polaroid camera. Because they don't exist anymore. Good luck getting a Polaroid shot of Jennifer Lawrence naked. Good fucking luck. They'd be under lock and key in her house. You'd have to break and enter. <sighs> okay, so there's that. The moral of the story is I'm a dumb asshole. And I was wrong. I shouldn't have looked and I won't look again. But I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I close my eyes, I can still see it. And then I punch myself in the box because I shouldn't be turned on by that. Because it's private. So thanks, Jolene. Thanks for pointing out that I'm a dumb bitch. Um... Oh, I didn't mean that as flippantly as it came out. It was actually just true. It's just true. I really like Jolene. She's very nice and attractive. I I don't hope someone breaks into her iCloud and... Anyway, that's not funny. That's not funny. But she's very attractive. But that's not funny. Not even a little bit. I meant it more as a compliment. And I also won't go looking around for donor number two's 
photo because that's also none of my fucking business. I won't. I just, men at that height can be quite gangly. I was just curious. I just didn't want to know his name really, but just like, are you gangly? Do you have one of those weird, I'm freakishly tall faces? Well, it's none of my business. I guess I just won't ever know. I won't ever know. So yeah, we will be trying again very soon. And I probably won't tell any of you until three months, probably three months after, because that's the whole thing. Because, you know, if you're going to have a miscarriage, just somewhere in the first trimester. So I really won't be saying anything unless she gives me permission, in which case I will. Otherwise, I won't. Okay, here's Kendra. It, she titled it uh, Move Phase One. So let's listen to that. Hey, Sandra, it's Kendra. And today I'm going to do a little update for you on the fire situation. So... Um, the other house officially is an arson investigation. Uh, they have torn down everything right down to the foundation and we were given a new closing date of November 26th. Um, however, they haven't actually started to build anything, so I'm doubtful that we'll be in on that date. Um, we did find a rental house. Uh, it was actually cheaper to get a rental house than an apartment, which was my original plan. Um, the difference of like 200 bucks and in an apartment, I would have had to get a storage unit. So... We, uh, we took this house um, that I found, uh, happens to be right next door to my best friend, so every eight-year-old's dream. Um, we now live right across the driveway from each other, which was really convenient for the move-in. Um, so yesterday, we did the move-in, and it was also Taya's first day of grade three, um, and on top of that, I had to get him to a different city to school, because he's now started at this new school. So... Um, I did manage to be able to keep him in the school that he will eventually go to when we actually get our, our real house. Um, had to play some games there with the school board, but we got it. We made it happen. Um, so yeah, yesterday woke up at the old house, got him ready for school, had to drive him about 40 minutes to the new school. Um, problem being is that while I was driving him to the school, of course, the movers were showing up. So um, I have this tendency to try and pack way too much stuff into one day um and my dad had to come to my rescue big time yesterday so he came over and dealt with the movers well I drove Taya to school his first day of school drove him back to the old house um dealt with the movers when my dad had to go to a doctor's appointment um ended up taking a lot longer to pack that truck than I thought so again I had to leave because um, the TV and internet guy was supposed to be at the new house between noon and five, and I didn't know when he was going to show up. So I had to leave my dad again at the old house, <laughs> drive to the new rental, and luckily the I managed to make it there just before the TV guy did. Um, as far as that goes, the wires are all corroded at the some box somewhere, and uh, we still have no internet or TV. I'm uh, not really sure when that's going to get fixed, um, but yeah, I'm bored without my technology. So anyways, during the move, um, small issue, um, my bed doesn't fit upstairs, so uh, it would have fit in the room fine, but can't get it up the stairs. Um, have, I have a king size, the queen barely fit for Taya, and uh, so yeah, we had to make some other plans, which made the move a little tricky. So I now sleep in the living room with the washer and dryer as my bedside table because I need those for the new house and we already have a washer and dryer here. The dining room has now turned into the dining room slash living room um, and is full of boxes. And 
Taya has basically the upstairs of the house to himself. Um, but because of the change in rooms, none of the boxes were labeled properly. So there's boxes everywhere. And on top of that, the main way into the house for the movers, the easiest way for them to get everything in was through the kitchen. So I couldn't unpack anything yesterday um, while they were doing their thing. So I ended up having to take today off work, um, trying to unpack boxes and get this place in some sort of a an organizational state that we can live. Um, I had to feed Taya this morning. Uh, he basically ate on top of a box as his table before breakfast, and it was the biggest game of hide-and-seek ever uh, to try and get him containers for lunch and whatnot like that and out of the house this morning for school again. So, um, as always, everything went, you know, surprisingly, remarkably smoothly. And, yeah, we're in the rental house now. So... Uh, that's my story for today, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. You're handling this whole thing in stride, I think. I would think I would have freaked out and uh, burned the rental house down. But you just seem to kind of relax and go with the flow and just assume everything's going to work out well. I think, I, think, I think that's great. I think one of us, mostly me, is going to die of high blood pressure and a heart attack because I freak out about everything. If I was in your position and someone set fire to my house... I think I would have set fire to all the other houses. I think that would be my only option. If I'm fucked, I'm going to fuck everyone else too. If you know what I mean. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, I have a very important question to ask you. Um, where do you hide your your sexual paraphernalia? Like you have an old kid. Do you have like a... I used to have a toolbox with a lock on it that I had all of my porn in. All meaning... Uh, I told you guys... Well whatever this was all on return to sender but i'll go over it again because everybody needs to know about my porn i used to work with a guy named zoltan i called him zoltan the destroyer he was like a hungarian man i think he's had more sex in a month than anyone has ever had he was just beautiful like an old creepy man but you can see in his youth he had green eyes very unusual looking and yeah he had he liked me um not in an inappropriate touching kind of way, but in an inappropriate way. One time I was working on the on the line in the kitchen and he came in and he's like, oh, I shaved my pubes. And I was like, y yeah, okay, okay. He's like, do you want to see? I'm like, no, I'm good. So he undoes his belt, unzips his pants, pulls down his pants and shows me his underwear. And his, it, yeah, it was, uh, it was smooth. He didn't take, show, show me his genitalia, but it, uh, yeah, it was green, tidy. Tidy whiteies, but green. It was, um, yeah, not the best time in my life. Anyway, he decided he was going to move back to Hungary with his family and he was getting rid of all his shit. So he's like, hey, I have some good lesbian porn. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, uh -huh, I do. I do want it. I do. And it, to this day, it's the best lesbian porn I've ever seen. Uh, it was just good. There was no weird shit. There was no blowing a strap on. Okay. I, I shouldn't have gone down this path because now I'm going to get really mad. Okay, just going to calm down about it. I I met this guy once and we had a talk and he had seen some porn. And in said porn, one woman was wearing a strap on and the other woman blew that strap on. Gave it a blowjob. <sighs> okay. So there's there are a few things that enrage me as much as this topic. I don't know what it is. I guess I just, at that time, and still kind of to this day, I feel like... 
I feel like sometimes I'm the only real lesbian in the world. I'm the only one with no gray area. I'm the only one that's repulsed by penises. But anyway, this straight white guy sat across from me and he proceeded to tell me that I was wrong about my own sexuality. It's like, okay, well, who knows more about lesbian sexuality than a straight man? Well, I saw it in porn. Oh, okay then. That makes sense. I guess real women in real life like it when a guy comes on her eyeball and then shuts her eyelid. Because it's in porn. Women must like that. Or perhaps women like when a huge dink goes down her throat, so much so that it chokes her, and then she throws up a little bit. Women must love that. It's in porn, right? I just I just remember that being like one of the most angry I'd been in a long time at that point. And I had been angry. I just don't get it. It's like, what is, what, if you're a straight guy, I want you to imagine something. I want you to try and put yourself in my shoes, why I was so grossed out and irritated by this. Imagine your wife. Imagine your wife with a strap-on on. Now imagine blowing that strap on. Is that going to fucking happen? Is it? Are you going to put that fucking veiny thing in your mouth? Are you going to tickle her fake prosthetic balls? No, you're not putting that fucking thing in your mouth. Why? Because it looks like a dick. I don't like dicks. I mean, I understand that penetration feels good, but I'm not going to look that fucking thing in the eye and put it in my mouth and gag on it. It's, it's inanimate. It's attached to fucking nothing. Unless you're like a woman who's transitioning into becoming a man and you're dating like a straight woman or whatever. I don't know what the lingo is. Unless you're transitioning, there's, there's no fucking way. I, I just don't get it. And wouldn't you feel fucking stupid standing there with that goddamn thing on? And like, ugh, it's just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm not trying to speak for all lesbians, but I'm going to speak for myself and all lesbians. You can put that thing in your ass, okay? It's not... I'm, I'm telling you now, real lesbians would not put a fake veiny dick in their mouth. It's not happening. It may happen in porn, but it's not happening in my life. I'll tell you that right fucking now, okay? All right. Okay, that's it. Just let it go. Let it go. Not a big deal. Move on. So Zoltan the Destroyer, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go back. Like, this is just a totally normal conversation. No big deal. Didn't just go into a sidetrack of rage. No big deal. Okay. So he gave me this porn and I watched it and it was good. It's like, there wasn't weird shit. There wasn't a lot of dildos and like fake moaning and stuff. It was just like, almost like being a fly on a wall of a lesbian couple. And it was nice. It was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And here's another gross story. So one of my sister's boyfriends moved to Phoenix and he's like, well, do you, I know this is weird. And we had had some like, I, I, we had some intense conversations, me and him, like gross ones, but like, I kind of treated him like a bro instead of like a brother-in-law I have a hard time with lines and uh social boundaries I really should have uh we had had some weird talks and he told me some stuff about my cunt sister because he dated the cunty one and I did not need to know that I I'm not going to tell you what it is I just did not need to know I to this day wish I hadn't known I wish I could brainwash like like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, scrub that out of my brain, but it's there. It's sitting there, it's sitting there right now. Um, he had told me some stuff anyway. So we've had these conversations and he had porn and he's like, do you want some? And at that point, all I had was the stuff that Zoltan gave me. So I was like, sure. And this is all like VHS porn, by the way, who the fuck has a VHS? I could use one if anybody has one. And, uh, yeah. So he gave me one, uh, with the hedgehog in it. The hell is that guy's name? He's got a mustache. He's fat. Fuck is his name? Jeremy, Ron Jeremy, that's his name, Ron Jeremy, hung like a fucking rhinoceros. 
And I was just like, I watched it once because I, I was like, this is gross because I know that guy and I can see him and he's jerked off to this and it's making me really uncomfortable because he's also on several occasions had sex with my sister. It's just, it's weird. I mean, there, there, there's lines are crossed. It's, it's, uh, it's a maze. I can't handle it. And in that video, there was a couple disturbing things. It, he, it was called Spring Break. And the premise is he's driving around in this purple Cadillac convertible type car and comes across various women in various situations and bones the shit out of them, which is fine. Great. Good for you. So in one scene, he fucks a chick in the ass. And when he pulls out, her asshole is a gaping black hole. Like, it's not even like an asshole anymore. It's just this big, black, desolate pit. Like, I could have tossed a quarter into that asshole. No problem. It wouldn't even have hit the sides of it. It would have just, you know, like a rock down a drain. Very disturbing. I was just like, that woman is never going to shit properly ever again for the rest of her life. Like, how much cocaine do you have to do not to feel that and scream like a stuck pig? How much? How much? Like a flap? What's a flap? What's an eight ball? How much is that? Is that a lot? A lot. I think a lot. Maybe she was on heroin. I don't know. But she was old too. So she's like, she's in an old folks home right now. Cause that movie came out fuck early eighties. Yeah. She's got to be in an old folks home right now. Cause she was like 40 when they did that. Yeesh. See, that's the kind of life where you don't want to have Alzheimer's and then kind of, you know how people with Alzheimer's ultimately end up living in their prime In her prime, she was doing porn. So what if she, Anyway, maybe she is talking about stuff like that and trying to go down on an orderly, thinking this is her big scene. I, I worry about shit like that. I'm concerned for her. I'm going to track her down, since apparently I'm so fucking good at Googling shit and finding people. I'm not. I didn't find anything. Calm down. Except for the naked Jennifer Lawrence pictures. But I won't... That's done. It's not... I'm not looking again, except when I close my eyes. But that's... That was, that was the old me. This is the new me. This is the um, more aware me. So I won't be doing that either. I'll black it out. Um, that was the first disturbing thing that I saw in that video. The second disturbing thing I saw in that video is they're in this convertible and there's two girls kind of sitting on the back. You know what people do in parades, kind of like when JFK got shot like that before, back into the left, back into the right. Anyway, so they're sitting there like that. The car is parked and I don't remember what happened except for the fact that these girls were kind of like playing to the camera and bending over and their boobs are just about falling out and they're in public on a street and there were these two boys that run up to this car and they've got like water guns they're obviously playing outside and I think they were maybe maybe 11 maybe 12 I'm not sure if that's like couch fucking age yet or not but these girls are kind of slutting it up or whatever and this one boy so like 11 or 12 which seems like a baby to me but it's probably I don't know if you're a guy I don't know, do you have pubes then? I'm not sure. He comes behind her and I swear to God, he stuck a finger in her vagina. Like he, he groped her from behind, like half ass and half vagina. And I thought, why didn't they cut that out? Cause she turned around and she was like, Hey, and he's like, cause he just got away with it. Right. And I thought to myself, why didn't they cut that out? It's not like it's a big budget production. You, you could have taken the time to snip that part out, but they didn't, they just left it in. I'm not sure, but it left me really, I never watched that one again. It really fucking grossed me out. That's just super fucking weird to me. I don't know. Call me crazy, but it just weirded me out and I did not like it. I don't know, like a, ye a year or two ago, I went through my little toolbox that I hid all my sex toys in with a big padlock and I went through that and I had other stuff in there. Like I had like journals because I thought it was so deep, you know, it was grunge. I must have really thought what I had to say was important, much like today. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm the same idiot, but now it's audio instead of the written word. So I went through it and I was like, okay, I'm a mom now. I can't, I can't have this shit around. I don't, this isn't cool to have. I've got to throw this out. I'm not really a human anymore with sexual needs. I'm not, I'm going to throw these out. And I kind of regret not keeping that good lesbian porn, even though it was on VHS and I don't even have a VHS. Like what am, what am I going to do with that? So I put it in a bag and I threw it out and that was the end of it. Kind of sad about it now because I'll never find lesbian porn that's good again. Never, ever. I still haven't. Oh, well, what a shame. Yeah, yeah, so we're all cut up then. Oh, oh, hang on, there's a couple stories in the news here I'd really like to talk to you about. Winnipeg is a weird place. Sometimes I feel like we can be cultured and the average Winnipegger can be smart. And then, and then I see the poor life choices that some people make. And I'm sure that population exists everywhere. Every, every state, every province, every city is going to have those select people that make poor life choices. And there was this one woman a few weeks ago, she's 35, it's 2.30 in the morning, and she's in a moving van with her boyfriend, and alcohol is involved, and they got into some fight, and he pushed her out of the moving van that he was driving, that he had taken from work without permission, and he fucking runs her over, like a speed bump, keeps driving, he keeps fucking driving, like a few blocks, and somebody followed him, and I guess he pulled over because he was like digesting what had just happened, and he just ran over his fucking girlfriend, and somebody came in behind him and he, was, he witnessed it. And he said, listen, you've got to come back to the scene. You can't just leave. It's not right. You can't do that. He talks him into coming back. This woman has been run over by a moving van. Like, imagine that. You're not, you're not going to do well. So she died in hospital later. And the beautiful thing about Facebook is now when you commit a crime, they look you up on Facebook and grab whatever fucking picture that is. So this guy's a murderer now. He's a drunken idiot. Gets into a fight with his girlfriend. Pushes her out. She's dead. She's fucking dead. Now he's charged with murder. And do you know what photo they had? Like the file fold photo they had on uh, the news? It's his Facebook profile picture. And he's flexing his right arm, looking like a douchebag. Now he's on the news looking like a douchebag who's murdered his, his girlfriend. And I don't know, maybe she was being a total bitch. But here's a little tip to all you guys. Because you know what? It happens. Sometimes you get drunk. Sometimes you get into an argument with your significant other and you want to kill each other the, the difference being you should stop the car and then kick her the fuck out maybe nicely maybe say we're a little drunk you should you should find some other way home no not this guy fucking moving vehicle and it's like a moving van it wasn't even like a prius it was like a huge heavy van christ people i'm 35 she was 35 i'm almost 35 and I, I felt like a horrible human being when I was smashing my sternum into the toilet in Mexico while I was vomiting because I had drank way too much. I felt like a total fucking idiot. Then there's these two getting into fucking high school fights at 35. It's like 2.30 in the morning. Fucking go home. Go to work. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You've got to work tomorrow. You're getting drunk on a Wednesday? Shame on you. Shame on you. Oh, okay, here's another story. Do you guys remember the story I told a million years ago about um, Rico Suave? I had a registered letter for him and I buzzed and the buzzer said Suave and they said, oh, I don't know anyone from that name. And I heard from my, my coworker that, yeah, he's dodgy. He's moved around a lot and all this stuff. So I know who he is. He's a very svelte looking black man who apparently is like in his earlier mid seventies or something. And he doesn't look it, but his cataracts make his eyes look blue, which is, yeah, it's quite nice. So he comes down and uh, he says, oh, 
do you, do you mind if I use your telephone? And I was like, sorry. He's like, I just need to make a phone call. My phone is out of service. And I was like, what? He's like, oh, it's malfunctioning. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. What do you do? What would you have done? I said, well, is it a local call? Oh yes. It'll just take a moment. I'm like, um, oh, okay. And then I just did the star six, seven and I dialed his number for him, but it was just shady business. He was talking to some woman. He's like, yes, about what we were talking about the other day. I need you to handle it for me. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, could you handle it? Let Steven know that I'm okay with it. And she said, okay, so you want me to handle it? Yeah. Could you handle it? Yeah. Okay. So it's taken care of then. And she says, yeah, I'll take care of it. Where are you calling from? Oh, my, my phone is malfunctioning. I've got the postman's phone here. I'm calling from her phone. Oh, okay, yeah. No problem. I think I think I was just privy to some to a hit. I think he just put out a hit on somebody on my phone. I think I'm I think I'm a corroborator. I'm an enabler for sure. Okay, I guess that's it for me, I think. Alright, change of address sixty nine at gmail.com. You can find me wherever. You can leave an iTunes review or don't. I don't whatever. And I'm going to leave you with my mom. And she's telling some crazy family lore. She always tells these stories. So I thought I would share one with you. Actually, it's two. The second one is how my grandpa or my great grandpa got uh, his head cut off by a train. And I like to say that my grandpa was the first Kenny because he didn't hear the train coming. She'll tell you the story, but she, she didn't hear the train coming because he had his hat and his hood over his head really, really tight and didn't hear it coming nor feel it coming. And no one liked him enough to warn him that the train was coming. So let that be a lesson to you. Be nice to the people you work with, especially if you're a mailman, because people, well, they tend to bring guts to work. So live your life in a way that you'll be shot last, or at least they'll have to stop to reload and then you can run. So I try to be a little bit extra nice to everyone. I think it's a good policy. Might save your life some. Here are just two tales of the building of the American Railway. You killed Giuseppe, you bastards! My grandpa used to tell me a story when he was uh, in the United States. They work in a rally, what's it called? Railway. Railway. The Italian men came from Italy. There's a Sicilian guy. And you have to bring him to work in the morning to ask for work and his boss. So they bring, bring him with together in the morning they went to work. But they say, you have to tell the boss to give you the job because I don't I no talk to him. So they say, well, I teach you how you have to tell the boss in the morning. So they went to work. And the boss came, uh, and uh, he said, you tell, you tell, good morning, Mr. Jackass. You got a job for me, son of a bitch? So that guy, that's where he told to the boss. He was laughing, he said, yeah, I know who told you that, to say to me that. And uh, he was laughing, but... That guy, Italian guy, he don't know what he was saying, no? So that, that, that Sicilian guy, he, he had uh, this boss, he so he, he teach it to his friend there, uh, like that. 
the rude way, said, Good morning, Mr. Jackass. You got a job for me, son of a bitch? Okay, what about what about? Eh, one more, one more. What about uh, the the who got who got run over by the train? Huh? Who got run over by the train? Who, who got their head cut off by the train? No, oh, you grandpa? Yeah. You grandpa went to the work in December twenty second. Was a cold morning, windy, storm when. Uh, it was working the railway with the other men. Uh, he can, you know, hear the train because of wind and he has a hat and a head and a ear. So the train came. There are two friends. They move, but they don't call him to move. So the train came and cut his head off and he left the. Four kids in Italy, all small, one after another. They all was maybe three, two, one year old, not too old. And he lost his life and then buried him to Chicago. What, what happened to his head? Uh, can the judge put up again?